been a minute, man. We're yeah. rusty. We're rusty. Hey, yeah. hey, time be moving so fast now. It really does. I can't cap to you, boy. Tell you. Mm. Okay. We here now. Yeah. 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 But I love it. I absolutely love it. I love that song. Yeah, this is definitely a classic. Especially good for the summertime, too. Uh, and of course, it was the intro for one of my favorite movies, man, of all time. So we're going to go ahead and introduce this. This is the next installment of Blastic, the podcast where we review black classics in film and television. It is me, your host, Louis V, and... Your boy, k Rock. What up, fellas? How you doing, ladies? So happy to be back in here yes. doing Blastic, uh-huh. and we are doing actually a series of Blastics. Mm-hmm. We we took a, a a little a little detour and did a couple TV shows. I hope y'all like uh, those episodes that we gave to y'all. I uh, but we getting back to the movies, man, and, and we're gonna do a series. We were gonna do one, but then we thought we might as well just do all three of them. Right. You know what I'm saying? So we're gonna do Barbershop. Mm-hmm. This whole series, the, the the first movie, the second one, and the third one, the next cut. So. Mm-hmm. Yeah, man. Barbershop. Listen, Barbershop, it was one of them interesting movies, especially like with the first one. It Well, I'll just stick with the whole series for now. I love it because it's a different storyline. Mm-hmm. It literally signals in on something that we all know and love. Mm-hmm. Just something as simple as the barbershop. Like, I often felt like before the movie came out, like a lot of these conversations in this barbershop should be put on film. Like, you have so many different personalities from the new person at the barbershop that nobody fucked with to the person that feel like they just high and mighty and the best thing smoking, you know what I'm saying? It's just so many different dynamics. The person that just got out of jail cutting hair. Mm-hmm. Like, you run into so many of these different dynamics and it's cool that you see it. Just represented in this movie in a fresh way is not... It's nothing dramatic and crazy. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. He said, I don't know about oh, that. Oh, no, no, it's not in a bad way, but you said, she said nothing dramatic, but yeah. I wouldn't um, say, like, niggas dying and, like, get chitty, chitty, bang, bang. Well, okay, we gonna get, we gotta get to the third one now. <laughs> okay, 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 okay. He said, niggas started dying. <laughs> okay. Not ready or dying. No, like, no, no, it was no, good no. PG-13. Oh, yeah, yeah, it was that. Family yeah, yeah. fun, you know. But, yeah, I, I think to the untrained eye, when you see these movies, if you hear, like, the overall plot. I was like, is this the same movie? And as I watch, I go mm-hmm. back and watch it, I was like, no. You have similar, the characters are the same, uh, you have similar problems, but if you look at the overarching story in each of the movies, it's a totally different set of circumstances. But yeah, I absolutely love the movie and we're going to get into it. Um, like I say, I mean, we're going to run through the history of the movie and then I'm going to give you my feelings for the movie and everything like that. Well, shit, we already know the first one came out in 2002, man. So Barbershop Mm -hmm. is basically an American comedy, uh, American comedy media franchise that basically started in 2002 under the direction of Tim Story. So he did all three of the movies, correct? No, Tim Story. Tim Story did not do all three of the movies. Tim Story did that one. He's also known for Think Like a Man, the Think Like a Man Mm -hmm. franchise. He directed like the two uh, Fantastic Four movies. He did a lot of another great uh, black director. He's very great. Um dope guy 
Um, the second one was directed by Kevin Rodney Sullivan, another black guy that was released in 2004. And the third one it was directed by the great Malcolm D. Lee, uh, Barbershop, Space Jam, A New Legacy, Undercover Brother. Yeah. All black guys. And I think that adds to yeah. the movie as well. And it's interesting to know that all three of them was made by three different directors because even though they have like the same people in the same story, the same kind of, you know, mm-hmm. main story, it's interesting that... Uh, they feel different. Like, each movie feels different, even really? in the way that they're shot. I think it's... <sighs> Some of that could be but attributed, I think it's attributed to time. time. Yeah, I think it, because I'm... A, I'm Technology a, got better. Because I'm going to compare it to something else, not in a negative light, but I think uh-huh. it's contributed to time. But yeah. that's, and money, and yeah. money. So yeah. we're going to get to that as well. That's going to be a good conversation, man. So yeah, the Barbershop box office grossed the original one Made eleven, well, made seventy-seven million on an eleven million budget. That's not bad. No, it's not. I mean, that made a lot of money. You made it seven times over. Right. I like so it. Barbershop two back in business, grossed sixty-six million on a budget of between sixteen to thirty million. Mm. Made his money back again. And the last mm-hmm. one, Barbershop, the next cut, box office was a uh, fifty-five million dollars on a twenty million dollar budget. That means every movie made its money back and then some. Yeah, Each man. movie was critically praised and made its money back. That is amazing. And it, it was one of, it's interesting because I always remember the movie theaters just being packed out for Barbershop. Like anything Ice Cube does, like we fully support. He's one of those people that like, if he puts out a family film, you're going to go watch it. If he puts out in any type of comedy, any shit, when he gets in his rated R bag, mm-hmm. we going to watch it. Anything Ice Cube puts his his name on, his stamp on, we going to support. So I, I vividly remember, like, at least for the first, definitely the second one, Magic Johnson being packed out mm-hmm. for that second barbershop. I didn't actually, I think this first one, even though it was such a box office success, I wasn't old enough, but it was definitely one of the movies that I came around to on DVD. Definitely Mm -hmm. had it on DVD, but didn't get to see it in theaters. But yeah, that second one, mm -hmm. I think I found out the movie around DVD era. The bootleg V. I remember seeing. I remember the. (laughs) I remember the bootleg seeing the bootleg VHS tape. I remember that clearly. You seen the bootleg in a barbershop, right? right. (laughs) But here's the kicker. This is a a come around moment for me. I the first thing. Barbershop, the original Barbershop on DVD is how I learned everything I know about filmmaking from an early, like early. Wow. I used to watch the 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 behind the scenes footage, mm. just how to be on the set. I saw it. Cedric the Entertainer was the first part. I was like, mm. I saw him acting and the, that type of acting. I learned at an early age before I even stepped on the set. I used to watch that DVD so much. Dope. So there was just a, a big come to moment when I spoiler alert, I actually was able to actually sit on as an extra for Barbershop Three later oh, on yeah. down the line. Hey. Yeah, 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 yeah. I like it. Actually, hold on, man. I think I think he was inspired a little bit because he had a role in the quad where he was cutting some hair. Right, right. Oh yeah, oh yeah. That, hey, life comes full circle. That was no no. That that whole thing was when I talked when I was talking to the director, I had to go on a tangent. When I was talking yeah. to the director, I was like, oh, so like uh, Cedric's Entertainment Barbershop. He's like, yes. And I was like, that's how I get it. But let's get to the movie. So let's get to the movie. I like it, man. So we're going to go ahead and get into the plot for each individual film real mm-hmm. quick. Nothing crazy. Y'all already seen it. Y'all love it. We just going to get... We, we just here to appreciate it and give it its flowers, man. Mm-hmm. Um, so the first movie, man, you already know. 
huh, Ice Cube, he's like a, he's a barber, man. He's taken over his father's shop who passed away and he don't really want to have that shop, but it's just something that he has to have. You know what I'm saying? It's probably the most consistent thing uh, as far as stability, bringing in funds. So he kind of feels like he's stuck. He's one of them niggas that be doing a lot of uh, business ventures that don't really making pop off and shit. Making, making music, producing like different things he like wants that. To do other things. We gonna put you in in, in Oprah's guest house. We gonna mm-hmm. have it, baby. It's size, it's size. What a guest house. Like, where is it? So <laughs> he he's at this barbershop and I love it, man. It's just, honestly, the storyline is so simple. Like, he wants to give away the barbershop. So, Mr. Wallace, you know what I'm saying? He come through, played by the legendary Keith David. Right. And and then we're going to get into the cast in a second. We must have. Um, We really have to. uh, Let's do that now. Right, right, right. Star-studded cast, man. We got Ice Cube, Anthony Anderson. He was hilarious in this film. Oh, yeah, great. Uh, Sean Patrick Thomas, Eve, Troy Garrity, Mm -hmm. uh, Michael Ely, ah, that guy, Leonard Earl (laughs) Housie, Keith David, and Cedric the Entertainer. Um, what's the other guy's name? He was so funny in this movie. Lamar uh, Tate. Lamar Tate. Lamar. I, I usually, I, Lamar. I, when I first saw that, I thought that was Lorenz Tate. I did not realize <laughs> they look totally different now. Yeah. But I had no clue that that was not the same. Man. Shouts out to him, man. Thug, yeah. nasty, nasty, nasty thug. thug. He's doing that shit. <laughs> but listen, man, let me tell you something about this cast and about this movie. Everybody's, everybody's there. The one thing about these movies that I find so uh, fascinating is it's a plot-driven movie. You have to act the writers. Shout out to the writers because you have movies where you have superheroes and you mm-hmm. have movies where you're going different places. The majority of this movie takes place in one area. That means it's dialogue heavy on one street. And right, right, it is dialogue <laughs> in one heavy. Barbershop, yeah. And is they they great dialogue in each of the movies. Uh, all the actors are having fun and. Sometimes that can get old very quick, um, mm-hmm. you know, and that is so dope. Each like, like I say, you got different characters. You got Cedric the Entertainer. Yeah. Um, he's the old cat that stayed around in the barbershop. Mm-hmm. It could have came out very cartoonish, like, and but and we're gonna get around the barbershop too, and I'm gonna talk about that nice. too. Um, you got uh, you got Eve. She's she's the main. She's the lonely sister in there. She's like the strong black woman. You got Ricky played by Michael Ely. He's the thug that dude guy. trying to do something different. Cutting With the pretty hair. eyes. Right. You got the African. You got Dinka. You got mm-hmm. he's in there. He's thrown in there with him. You got Isaac. <laughs> that's the white guy that cuts yeah. hair. You got Jimmy. You got the brother in there trying to do something better. You know, people are fucking with him every chance they get. <laughs> College boy. I mean, that's, that's pretty... Right, right. That's pretty... But, it, but it's normal. Like, I right. I can feel Greenbrier, that barbershop in Greenbrier right across from Burlington Coat Factory. I feel that energy from barbershop. Wild part about that. <laughs> wild part about that. If you go in there right now, there's a barbershop too posted on that wall. Really? You're going there right now. It is. <laughs> right now, you're going there right now. But yeah, I love how that cast feel. You, they feel like a family. It feels like people that you've seen. Mm-hmm. It's, it's just great. I love that. Yeah, but getting back to the story, you already know he ended up selling this uh, shop to a loan shark, Mr. Wallace. Uh, then he has second doubts <laughs> about it because at the end of the day, like, fam, this is the consistency. And this is, this. you can make something out of this. This don't have to be what you think it is mm-hmm. so he wanted to try to get the shot back of course as a lone shark you're gonna say no <laughs> so he gets into a whole situation oh I want it nigga try to leave the money shit <laughs> fam and then you don't have the he said fam you don't got a 20,000 that I gave you like, you don't have anything nah <laughs> 
Man, it's wild. Man, but that's really one of my favorite. It, it's one of my favorite installments in it just because how early it was in, in the culture of of it. I think it really made uh it just highlighted barber barber shops. And honestly, I think it made a lot of more niggas want to get into the craft of it. Like mm-hmm. they highlighted it in such a beautiful way. What was some of your favorite scenes from it? Oh man, I got I man, said, I got listen, a few. I got so many and I got so many favorite scenes. It's not even really scenes, it's just Cedric the Entertainer. I think this is Cedric the Entertainer steals every scene in all of these fucking movies. Mm-hmm. This is if you this is Cedric the outside of the Kings of Comedy, this is his signature role. He went crazy. So Cedric the Entertainer, period. He went wait, he went so crazy. Then something happened. I actually see it in the notes. Then yeah. something happened where Rosa Parks, he made that joke about Rosa Parks sitting her black ass down on that bus. And Rosa Parks, they, they tried to sue the movie, right? Right, that was gonna be part of the black oh facts. Oh yeah, my so, god. Yeah, so there's a there's a there's a uh <laughs> history of when that was shot um you know the usual uh uh, Al Sharpton mm-hmm. and everybody they wanted that taken out of the DVD release they wanted to uh boycott that and even the director said hey look I wasn't crazy on it but it's a movie it's a joke that's what the character said yeah. and we have other characters around him to say mm-hmm. that shit's not right yeah that's not how such the entertainer feels but that's how the character feels so it stayed in there Cedric Entertainer run so many awards off that. The yeah. movie, it is what it is today. And it's entertainment. And I ain't gonna lie to you, man. Some of my favorite scenes come from come from Brother Tate, man. Mm-hmm. When he yeah. was trying to get that ATM when the uh, apartment started to catch on fire, mm-hmm. immediate comedy. And the fact that him and Anthony Anderson thought that they could walk down the streets of Chicago with a whole fucking ATM right, right, covered right. in bed sheets right. was just crazy. <laughs> in midday. And I loved it how they were able to take that side point, like that 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 a whole another plot plot point, and bring it in so that right. way. Yeah, and and that's how they they mm-hmm. wrapped the story up. He was able to get the money. I think he paid back the man, or maybe he didn't have to pay back the man. He didn't. No. He didn't have to because the the ATM the, had an award. Cause they yeah, found man. It. <laughs> uh, and another one of my favorite uh, bits in the movie is the "Who Drank My Apple Juice" bit. The whole mm-hmm. Eve, definitely, absolutely loved that bit. That's one right. of my that's. These movies have so shit. Have, and when the white boy showed, boy, hey man, I can cut hair too. Right, right, Play right. Play one right. of my favorite songs, man. Ooh, and that that oh leads into some of black. That's it. That leads into black facts, man. Mm-hmm. Do you know who drank the apple juice? You have, do you have a guess who black who drank the apple juice? Did Michael Ealy drink the apple juice? No. So on the DVD deleted scene, there's oh, a scene my, that shows oh, that wow. Cedric the Entertainer is the one who drank the apple juice. <laughs> I remind you, like, this is what I mean the, the genius of Cedric the Entertainer. In the scene, oh, you hear him funny. say, I know I didn't. I'm like, toast and tolerant. <laughs> like, this is like, stuff like that that's just off the wall, bro. Man. Man. I'm but I love you. that initial movie, man. It was a great start to what turned into some real crazy shit. By the time Barbershop 2 came right. out, it's big time now. Right. Like, I got one more question go for you. It. This is, I'm gonna throw this black fact because I love these black facts real quick. So during the before the production of the barbershop one, the cast had to spend three months in actual barber class. Mm-hmm. Can you guess who was the only person in the movie that had actual barber skills? Who actually ever cut hair? I'm gonna go with the African. Mm-mm. Uh, it was actually Troy Garrity, the guy who played Isaac, the white guy. Okay, interesting. He was the only one who, who actually mm-hmm. cut hair. Interesting. But anyway, on the barbershop too, back in business. 
Listen, man, that's that's probably damn. I already said the first one was my favorite. Hey, listen, man, the I second one is a, is a is a is a strong second. <laughs> I, I loved it because it was different to me. They just, of course, the production value felt a lot better, um, mm-hmm. a lot different, and they was just able to add on to the cast that they already had. So mm-hmm. added on to the cast that they already had, minus Anthony Anderson in this one, minus Keith David. You added on Queen Latifah. You mm-hmm. added on Kiki Palmer, which this is her first role, which I didn't know. I thought I, yeah. I get my times mixed nah, up. That came nah. out in 04. Right, right. So Kenan yeah, Thompson. That's her first one. Adding in Kenan Thompson, Queen Latifah. Um, yeah, this Harry is a Lennox. Movie. Definitely. Man, I'm gonna tell you, and I'm gonna tell you something about Kiki Palmer. Hope she don't watch that. If you Uh-oh. saw that, if I saw that, I have never thought she'd be where she is today. Even though that's a child. <laughs> I'm not even gonna lie to you, and I love her to death. I hey. never. I'm telling you, but she was great though. But I still know. So I mean, I'm gonna go ahead and break down the plot of Barbershop. Go so Barbershop two takes place two years later, or we see it two years later. Mm-hmm. Calvin, you know, he inherits the shop. So now it's to the point where they're moving along, trekking along, having mm-hmm. a good time. But you know, of course, uh, gentrification has to drag his ass into it. That's so right. you got like a company. Oh four. Right, so you got a company that's coming through buying everything. So they're buying everything. The uh, the 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 uh, it's nappy cuts exactly. It? <laughs> nappy cuts is getting put right there. Um, you got a Jamba Juice across the street, mm-hmm. movie theaters. You see this stuff in the movie. So now they have to figure out how are we going to stop this. How how are we going to get everybody not to sell their mm-hmm. their businesses mm-hmm. and how are we going to keep it floating? Right, bad man. So that's pretty much the plot of two, which is still different from yeah one. But it's also showing different problems that shit a business owner can face. Like you're right. going through different issues of even wanting this business in the first one, and then in the second one you're dealing with gentrification. They're trying to buy up the block. So I love it, man. Of course, at the mm-hmm. end of the movie, of course everything works out fine for for. Come on, man. Right. Barber shops don't work out for us. So yeah, he ended up keeping the shop and um that because shit they want shit. You know what I'm saying? No, no, no. But I um I love that movie, man. It they, it, it was. Funny as hell, and I love that they gave us more backsight to uh, to Cedric the Entertainer's mm-hmm. character. I oh. love that. I love the little flashbacks. Uh, too fine. Him and Bond. Yeah, and I'm gonna <laughs> tell you, cameos, man. And I'm gonna tell you, man. As a kid, I saw it and I liked it. And I, but I never. I'm like, what is this? I don't get why we're going back and forth. Uh, I didn't. And I, this is a, a running theme of the show. Every time I go back and watch it, it just. I was like. Oh, why, do you, why like, do you have a chair? Right, 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 right. Like, and I get it. You like, don't I, cut. I understand what it is. You get background mm-hmm. from the opening scene of him right. running through the door, meeting the dad. Yeah. Like, it's so these the, the movie is so the series itself is just so like mm-hmm. it, these people aren't here for they're there for a reason. He's yeah. there because he knows the dad. He he knows yeah. the, the son. He's like everybody's connected. They're just not thrown together. Like, yeah. and we're gonna get into it. It's not like uh, as much as I like the Friday series. There's a it's it's a different feel. Yeah, it's an adult movie, and I gotta say that's one of my favorite parts of Barbershop too. Yeah. One of my favorite scenes is are the scenes where you get the him uh, stopping the the, uh, the riots, mm-hmm. him stopping from burning down the, the and this is why yeah. I praise Cedric the Entertainer because you not only do you see him do it comedy, you see him do dramatic Real bits yeah. and like in between nice. it. Um, outside of that. It's just a, such a good movie. You That's know? a fact. And one thing that I really loved about it, too, is that it literally started a whole nother movie. Like, you had Queen Latifah's character mm-hmm. in there with her beauty shop, and literally it started hers, uh, her movie, Beauty mm-hmm. Shop, right, right. <laughs> that came out the following year. So exactly. you saw that they 
Queen Latifah came on that set, had a chemistry. People was like, yo, I like this. I think we should see more of it. Hey, why right, not? Right, right. It had it came come out the following year, and that movie was, you know, it's highly regarded as well right. as another good, Pretty film. good movie. Good um, spinoff. And, and again, I'm glad you mentioned Queen Latifah because mm-hmm. one of my favorite scenes in the movie oh. is the scene where they introduce Kiki Palmer and oh what leads to God. that immediately after. Like when I tell you, if I don't care if I'm like skipping through BET, if it's there, I'm, I'm stopping watch and watch that scene. <laughs> like the Cedric Entertainer's face mm-hmm. when Queen Latifah walks out that door. Yeah. He's like, oh shit. He's like, immediately. <laughs> it's, oh my God. I, I vividly it. remember everybody in Magic Johnson over there on Greenbrier. Man, shouts out to Greenbrier when it was lit. Exactly. Uh, I remember everybody in that theater just laughing because that, that movie was so, they didn't try too hard, bro. It was mm-hmm. so genuine. The writing was great and it was just real. Like, mm-hmm. it was real as shit, man. But I love Barbershop too. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Any other scenes you got that you love? Uh, just, I mean, outside of outside of that, um, <coughs> the, the cookout scene where they're going back and mm-hmm. forth, um, the the flashbacks with uh, Cedric the Entertainer. I mean, it's just a good movie all the way around. And like I say, that's when motherfuckers start to love uh, Michael Ely for real, for real. Yeah, that's too. That not in the, the first one, one just yet, but that second one, they was like, mm-hmm. <gasps> when right, Ely right, got, right, I was right. like, man, right. And you mentioned something else. It, it was able to spin off uh, Beauty Shop. And there was also around that same time, uh, HB, it might have been Showtime. They also had a uh, a television show. Did you remember? Did you know that? It was like maybe a season or two. It was Beauty actually Shop? Omar Epps. Omar Epps. Uh, Mike, not Omar Epps. Not Omar Epps. Uh, woo, I should know this dude's name. No, Barbershop. It was a television show named Barbershop. It took all the characters. Oh, they recast the characters. I do remember that. I it remember was, that. I remember that. Omar Goody. Omar Goody. That. He was playing. That. He was playing that character. Very. I think. I need to go back and check that out. Me too. I need to. They I need never to, saw that. Something needs to be researched from that because right. you can make a series out of that. Definitely. Put it on FX or something, it, and it'll hit. It'll be really I, good. That definitely do. Definitely do. But yeah, man, the third and final installment of uh, Barbershop, Barbershop Three, the next cut. They don't even call it Three. Barbershop, the next cut. I. This movie, I, I saw it. The hype around it was great because it, it took one of them big-ass gaps like Best Man did. Um, I saw it. It was cool. I didn't really go back to it. I, I saw like, it three times. In the yeah? Movie. I really? loved it. It was the wow. funniest movie that year, I think. Wow. Wow. It was the funniest movie that year, definitely. I like it. Absolutely loved the movie. I definitely loved the movie, man. I like what it. The movie so about, in, this one, in this one, I mean... Shit, they really just br- took out, as far, as far as the cast, they took out Michael Ely. I don't know where he went. I guess he was busy. He they added in Common. Yeah. <laughs> oh, really? So it, seems like to me they, it seemed like to me they wrote that char- They wrote the character to be there, and when he didn't want to do it, he was busy. We don't know. I can't quote him. Hmm. Then they was like, okay, we got to rewrite it. Yeah. I wish he would have, but Common is a great entry. He's good, yeah. Um, they ended up, what, bringing back Anthony Anderson. They added J.B. Smooth. Mm-hmm. Um, who else we got in there? Who else From we got New in Cash, there? From Newcast, we got Nicki Minaj. We Nicki got Common, yes. J.B. Smooth, Lamorne mm-hmm. Morris. Tiger got a scene in it. Uh, like I say, uh, Michael Ely didn't show back up. Who else we got? We Man, we got so many. They, they got... And then, like, whoo, we got like three. I got to get these three people. Because there's three new barbers in there. And they're not big like the rest of the cast. So I do not want to go past these people. We got Lamorne Morris. Mm-hmm. He's the guy that they said they was insinuating he was gay the entire time. I met him on set. He was extremely cool. So who else do we have? We have, um, we also have, I'm going to fuck this brother's name up. You got Yakarsh 
Akbar, he played Raja. He was the mm-hmm. Indian guy, and then he was the lone Indian guy. And we have Margaret Bingham that plays Bree. They're the three. And this is why I like three so much. You bring in three younger barbers, yeah. and you have the old school cast. Mm-hmm. So yeah. I guess in this one, the, the real issue, you know, as Chicago, as the time... Shit, it was really good that they captured what was going on during the time. As yeah. as you can imagine, the streets of Chicago is running amok. So everybody's going crazy as far as violence is concerned. So his son is actually involved in the gang culture. And so the, pretty much the whole movie is about getting him on the straight and narrow and making that work as far as like with the barbershop. Because they ended up having like some kind of like uh, fundraiser or something like that to like raise right, right, right. or something like that. I'm really not as well versed in this film. I'm finna give it to you. I'm finna really give it to you. Really not as well versed and this in is, this one. And this is, this is the thing about the movies in general and this this time around. So, you know, this is what, 2015, 2016. Mm-hmm. This is the height of uh, Obama. This is the height of yeah. the uh, Chicago going wild or whatever. Mm-hmm. And this is the... Um, this is when just people are struggling. So this time, there's not only one woman there. They have to uh, team up with the beauty shop next door. So it's one thing now. So now right. you got the battle of the sexes conversation. You got that going down. Mm-hmm. And what I like about the situation between him and the son, which is the brother from Power now, right? Michael Rainey Jr. Right. That's why I Getting first all the him. work. <laughs> right. Um, so the, the story arc I like about that is um, Common's character... And Ice Cube's character, good friends or whatnot, mm-hmm. then that's his son. He comes to stay with him. So Ice Cube is immediately like, I don't really like him around him. I'm trying to give him the Being benefit of the doubt. Yeah. Um, and he's like, I know your son is the person that's kind of getting my son into the shit, not right. knowing his son is the one getting him into right. the shit. I love that because it could have yeah. easily been the opposite way around. So, yeah, yeah that's that. Um, like you said, in this movie, instead of a business opening up next door... Um, what what's going on is I guess the government or the local officials are trying to build a um, what do you call it an enclosure around the city, mm. trying to keep it away from like the other quote unquote good shit around. Yeah. So yeah. you're trying to keep all the hood shit hood, I guess hood. inside, <laughs> and that's gonna fuck their shit up. Yeah. So that's their whole thing, and it's like, hey, let's see if we can stop the violence in our community. Let's get free haircuts. Let's sit the gang members down, yeah. have them talk to each other, and they do it uh, to a certain extent. That gang, hey, listen, bringing what's that dude name? Jamal Wood- he played- Woodard. Yeah, yeah. Biggie. <laughs> yeah, he's like he just sat there. Yo, I'm mad. We never gonna get to a compromise. I'm leaving now. Nah, it was that. It was that. Uh, it was that other brother that, that sparked the, that hey. shit. He was really the one that sparked that shit. That shit but um, movies, man. yeah, man, this movie is this this movie is great. Again, you bring back, and not only is it the main actors, because there's a lot of ca- people that come in and they aren't the they aren't the focus anymore. So you have right. Isaac come in. He speaks. I love that. He has it. He's right. like, hey, what not? Just I'm let me going see these posts. Right, right. Yeah. You have uh, Sean Patrick Thomas. Mm-hmm. He comes in. He got a couple of scenes. He doesn't work there anymore. Right. That's fine. Um, uh, I like that. JB Dion Cole. Dion, <laughs> Dion Cole actually gets a bigger part in the movie yeah, than the first it. two. Uh, that's great. Um, and like I said, just, just the cast is so much better. And this is what I love about the movies is not only do you have the main cast, if you look, there's people that you can tell like they're actually from Chicago. There's actors from Chicago that actually show up in each movie. Right. So there was, I don't know the actress name. She was a, a, an actress that was a barber and a, a, a beautician in the second movie. 
she's mm-hmm. here again in the second movie yeah. as one of the uh, patrons that's getting their haircut and she's talking yeah. about her husband if you notice hey listen um, hey, great, everybody great, great. ain't gonna turn down a check man we, no no no, no. <laughs> if y'all want us to come back we gonna come back but it makes the movie feel realistic cause even if yes. you don't know the character's name especially sitting down and watching it you see the people they, I, you I grow didn't even, with them during the time. I didn't even I didn't even notice the lady that, that owned the the, the 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 daycare from the second one was actually in the ending scene of the third one. Mm-hmm. I was like, you you might you might you Just might to see not how see people it. change. Anthony Anderson's character right. is now hustling yeah. the right way. With nah, he's business. still doing wild shit, but he's yeah. not stealing <laughs> shit. And he's like, you could you could you could totally like, why is he not? He was in jail. Fine, fine. And he comes back, of course, through the popularity of Blackish, yeah. they have to bring him back. Dope little side plot. That's fine, too. Right, you yeah. have to. He's a, he's a huge star. I thought he was dope in the movie, Anthony Anderson. I actually got to meet him, too, nice. uh, during the set. Um, he actually played a joke on me. I was at the, uh, the little craft service table where you eat, and yeah. he was sitting here, and I was like, should I say something to him? Should I say something to him? I said something to him. He said out real loud, you're not supposed to be talking to me. I'm like, oh my bad, man. I'm, he said, nah, I'm just shitting with you, man. Nah, I'm playing with you. No, he was kidding. I'm saying, <laughs> that's funny as hell. Barbershop three was one of my. That was probably like the last time I did extra work. Everybody was so nice. JB Smooth was so dope. Mm. Comment took a picture. But as a matter of fact, this is gonna be a little extra. This, this is look. This right here. This is a name tag to the Screen Gym Studio. I don't know if y'all can see this. This what is, what day does that say? 6 25 15 june 25th wow this is this is how long and as a matter of fact these are these are two different tickets i think two different tickets are when i saw three nice yeah <laughs> man I, I i'm telling you i just keep stuff like that like okay, absolute like i'm going off on a tangent but that's a good one that's a that's a great movie and another thing i like about barbershop three just to kind of wrap it up mm-hmm. is like it moves with the times you got young people yeah, in there true. there's conversation yeah. where they're talking about women they're talking about mm-hmm. instagram it just feels different yeah. and even with all three of these movies the movies don't feel if you watch them they're of the time but they don't feel old like yeah. some movies you see it's like i can't watch this because it feels so old they still don't feel old Cause they was talking about real shit, real shit that still apply today. It was a small bit. I, I literally saw it yesterday when I was watching D. Ray Davis's character. So crazy, man. He was like the bootlegger coming in the store, right. just selling shit, which we are all used to mm-hmm. in a barbershop. He came in there real quick and said, "Yo, yo, yo! I got R. Kelly's." <laughs> he said, "I got R. Kelly's sex tape." Oh, this was crazy with grown women in it. <laughs> right, right, right. And then they, they kind of they mentioned R. Kelly and kind of like they mentioned R. Kelly again in the second one. Um, one of my, I think one of my favorite scenes in the third one though. There's a conversation um, between they actually get to talk about Instagram mm-hmm. and what men like and what women like yeah. as a whole. In the previous movies, you only had men talking about women and had one lonely person going back. Now you got a group of women and men yeah. and they're going back and forth. You like the Instagram hoes. Mm-hmm. Say you like people with natural hair, but these are the pictures that you like. Yeah. That's one of my standout standouts in that movie. It's just yeah. a conversation in general, man. And just the movie, I think it's great. Yeah, I think that. But shit, overall, just a great series, man. Like right. I can't, I can't say enough. Like Barbershop is is one of the movies. It's one of them series that we champion because they put black people in a great light. They they. They just shine a light on us, man, and it shines a light on the industry that really don't get talked about enough, but <laughs> we all appreciate it. 
Some... 100%. We would be crazy out here with no hair, no haircuts. I need to go to the barbershop right now. <laughs> I do too. But listen, <laughs> I'm going to say something controversial. As oh. much as I love this series and as much as I love the other series, Uh-oh. I think that consistently, I think barbershop as a whole franchise is more consistent and more potent than Friday as a whole. It is, it is definitely it is, and, and both I of them got three movies. And and but you got it, and then it, but I'm not. I don't want to put it against each other because it, every movie has its and own. You don't things. put stuff against each other. No, no, That's and I, I'm, I'm not. I'm not, and I'm not I'm realizing putting what's happening right because now. Because I don't. Because that's the fun stoner comedy, and this is the family. I guess family kind of deep story comedy, but just in general, if you eat, but and this is the reason why. The first movie. Where do you put it against? Are we done yet? No, <laughs> I'm just kidding. Again, no, no, no. I, 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 I think you would. I think you would put. I think that's the next evolution. <laughs> but I think outside of um, Boys in the Hood, I think mm. this is where you see Ice Cube mm. mature as an actor. He yeah. can do the comedy and he does the drama in this same movie. He's not really working in uh, Next Friday, Friday at the Next. We love those movies, but mm. it's not a back and forth. It was interesting. Like I, I remember a lot of women giving like Ice Cube a really like attractive. They was like, "Oh, Ice Cube!" When I when Barbershop came out, I guess something about that hat he was wearing, or just how cool he was, his demeanor. He was much more chill than you're used to, even though he's always a chill. I a can't chill explain cat. it because I'm not a woman, but I would also attribute it. I'm assuming that you got to think that. The first one, they're adults. I mean, well, the Friday franchise, they're adults, but they're slackers. Here, he's a family man yeah, and okay. a businessman. That's a good so point. So that may be what point. it is. That, that may be what it is. That's a good know. point. I don't know. But listen, man, Blastic, mm-hmm. Barbershop, we had to give Barbershop his flowers. Mm-hmm. Listen, man, get in the comments. Let us know what y'all want to see next. You mm-hmm. know what I'm saying? We love picking movies and TV series, but we also want to hear what y'all want us to do. Um, then we got a couple of requests in, maybe a few. We'll talk about it, but yeah, man, keep keep engaging with us. I love that Blastic uh, is definitely one of them growers. Like y'all are looking at y'all are looking at some episodes that set it off. Episodes looking kind of decent for Blastic, so um, it, I definitely feel like we're doing the right thing here.